Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, July 8th. Stocks are getting hit very hard globally. So you have all the U.S. futures indices off a percent at least. So the S&P futures are off 46 points. That is a percent. The Dow futures are off 390 points. That's 1.13%. The Nasdaq futures are off 170 points. That's 1.15%. So no major discrepancy between cyclical um, or growth this morning. You are seeing selling across the board. The story is the same in Europe. You have the major indices off more than the U.S. futures. So the major indices in Europe are off about 1.4 to 1.9%. Seeing selling again, pretty much across the board, you have autos, basic resources, banks, and tech all off about 2%. And then Asia was a similar story. Um, if anything, the price action was a little bit worse. You had the Hang Seng that traded off nearly 3%. Um, the Shanghai Comp finished off about 80 basis points. You did have mild outperformance um, in Taiwan and Australia. Um, so obviously very, very poor price action this morning, but it's a little unclear as to why the markets decided to come for sale this morning. Um, you know, again, there was not really a lot of incremental news out this morning. The wire services are citing, um, you know, COVID variant concerns. They're citing Fed tapering worries. They're citing China's tech crackdown. Um, all of those are legitimate sources of anxiety, but the, all those headlines could have been written at any point in the last several weeks. Um, you know, so again, on on the COVID front, you are seeing um, the Delta variant spread. It's now the dominant source of COVID in the U.S. It continues to cause transmissions to rise in a lot of different states in the U.S., um, as well as various countries around the world. Um, you know, this is certainly a source of anxiety, but I think versus, you know, in contrast to the initial months of the pandemic last year, there is a very clear solution to the Delta variant in the form of vaccines. So there is not any evidence that the variants are able to overcome the vaccines, especially the mRNA-based ones. Um, and, you know, there is, there is definitely um, a fear that you are seeing the pace of vaccinations hit a plateau, both in the U.S., um, as well as certain European countries. And then there's certainly the case that, um, you know, the the supply of vaccines is not very high in certain um, emerging markets, and that is causing this the spreading to occur. And there is the risk that, you know, if transmissions stay very elevated, we may wake up one morning and there will be a variant that has mutated to the point where it is able to overcome um where it's able to overcome the existing vaccine. So all of those are, are certainly sources of concern. But again, there's nothing that came out in the last 12 to 18 hours on COVID that should cause anyone this morning to come up and um, you know puke stocks. The same goes for really Fed tapering. Um, it's been very clear now for a couple of months at least that the Fed is on track to taper. Um, the Fed is buying $120 billion a month of securities. That probably will get trimmed down by $15 billion in December and then continue at that pace into next year, wrapping up on purchases by the middle of 2022. Um, you know, if anything, the minutes yesterday I thought were a little bit more dovish than the present narrative around policy. But in general, again, the Fed is tapering. Um, the ECB also is probably going to be tapering soon as well. Um, again, this is something that has been lurking in the background for a while. Um, policy is still going to be extraordinarily accommodative, but at the margin, it is tightening. Um, you know, again, that gets into this whole peak everything narrative um, that certainly I think has been confirmed um, by a variety of different news items. Um, nominal growth has peaked, stimulus has peaked, the base effects are going to become less pronounced, so growth is peaking, et cetera. 
Um, you know, that certainly has played into the treasury rally. And, you know, I think if you kind of scratch below the surface, the price action in stocks in the U.S. has been poor now for a couple of days. It's been masked by, um, you know, extremely impressive rallies in stocks like Apple and Amazon. But if you kind of, again, look beneath the surface of the market, the equal weighted S&P and a lot of the important cyclical groups have been trading quite poorly, um, you know, at least since last week, possibly, you know, a precursor to what's occurring this morning. So if you kind of strip the tech super caps out of the way, um, you know, again, the market has been certainly exhibiting signs of weakness for um, a couple of days. Um, so like I said, there's certainly a lot of headlines to go through this morning. I have everything to piece, but it's not like you can come in this morning and point to one specific item and say that is causing the sell-off today. Um, you know, again, it's kind of a lot of the excuses uh, you could have written those articles for, at any point in the last couple of weeks. On the micro front, you had a couple of items out of Europe that are in focus. TeamViewer, which is a European software company, um, you know, considered to be a COVID beneficiary, quote unquote, in that it um, was sort of a work from home play. They announced a negative. Uh, they had a negative pre-announcement this morning. That stock is the weakest stock in Europe, off over 10%. So obviously, that is going to translate into possibly some weakness in U.S. tech, given how extended some of the U.S. tech stocks have become. Um, and then Deliveroo, which is a European food delivery company, issued an upside pre-announcement. Um, so that stock is trading well in Europe this morning. Um, nothing all that exciting on the U.S. company-specific front. Um, you know, we're less than a week away from the beginning of earnings season. Um, things start with the banks Tuesday morning. I sent around a piece on the banks yesterday, kind of a bull versus bear debate. Um, you know, I do think that the underperformance in cyclical value stocks is becoming quite extreme versus tech. Um, and so I do think that that is going to be, um, that I think that's an opportunity going forward. I do think, um, you know, again, I run through all of the various different uh, bull and bear points on the banks. I think in the very near term, the setup is favorable for banks. Obviously on a morning like this where treasuries are surging, um, you know, it's probably gonna be an ugly session for banks again, but I do think the setup somewhat favorable into earnings, just given how low expectations are, you had the, Morgan Stanley conference back in June helped de-risk the Q2 reports as management talked down expectations. Um, you know, so I do think that value could be prone to a snapback, um, just given how extended the underperformance has become versus growth. Um, so those are all the major points for today on the calendar. You are going to get this ECB policy review announcement at 7 a.m. So the ECB has been undergoing now for months a review of its inflation target. You know, I really think this is more academic than anything else. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to mimic the Fed in that they're they're going to kind of emphasize the symmetry of their inflation goal, meaning that they are going to countenance an overshooting of inflation to compensate for years of undershooting. Um, it's not going to be as strong a commitment to this to the symmetry of that goal as the Fed has. So I, I think it's largely academic. Um, the implications of it are dovish. But like, I don't think you're going to see a huge um, reaction in markets. So that is at 7 a.m. Uh, there will be a 7 a.m. announcement. There'll be a 9.30 press conference at the ECB as they kind of walk through the changes. Otherwise, it's pretty slow. Again, you have jobless claims at 30. You have a handful of earnings reports. Some of them are going to be really terribly important, um, including Levi's after the close. But um, for the most part, it should be another slow day of scheduled news. Um, you do have China inflation out overnight. So Thursday night, Friday morning, that's kind of the last major event of the week. And then as we get into next week, there's actually a lot on the calendar. Um, I have a recap of everything uh, coming up next week in the piece this morning. 
And then I'll have obviously the Vital Catalyst watch out um, tomorrow. So that is everything for today, Thursday, July 8th. Uh, Thank you for listening.